Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Well, good morning, Faith Assembly Church family. We are so delighted to have you here with us at Faith Assembly Church online this morning. And it is such a delight to be able to worship the Lord together with you, even though we're apart. We are still together in spirit. We're still together rejoicing today. And uh, Pastor Lisa, today is a particularly special day as we celebrate all of our moms. All of our moms. Faith Assembly is so blessed with so many wonderful women, but today we pay a special tribute to the moms, and we pray that God blesses you and that you have an amazing day. Pastor Lisa, we've also got a gift in store for our ladies. Yes, we do. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there from Faith Assembly. Today is a special day, and we just want to let you know to be sure to check your emails because you have some special surprises in your email. Um, You should find a greeting from me. And also, we have a gift for all the women of the house here at Faith Assembly. Um, And I don't want to spoil it for you, but the email does contain the words, the Seahorse Restaurant and Cake. So if y'all know what I'm talking about, you're probably pretty excited to check your email. But we just wanted to send that greeting and that little special gift out to all the ladies just to say that we love you so much. We're celebrating you today from Faith Assembly. Absolutely, absolutely. And Pastor Lisa, today also we know that it is also a special day in that you are going to be sharing the word today and you have some special guests who are going to be tag teaming with you this morning and we are excited about that. Before we get into that word, though, can we just say a special blessing right now over moms who are watching them? Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, today we especially thank you. We, we thank you, Lord, for those whom your life has flowed, Lord, to bring precious blessings into this world, who have a caring and nurturing spirit uh, about them, Father. And we pray today that you would just Bless them indeed, Father. And Lord, we give you the glory and the honor, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Lisa, I'm excited to hear the word this morning, so God bless you as you share the word. Thank you. We are so excited to join you today for Mother's Day, and we have a special message planned for you. Um, So I'm going to ask my daughter, my oldest daughter, Jessica Evans, is going to be coming to join me today. I'm so excited about that. Um, And also, I just want to go ahead and tell you, because I may not have an opportunity to let you know this at the end of the message, but you will also have an opportunity to be greeted by my youngest daughter, Hannah, at the end of the message. So, as you know, I am super excited today, but I'm also really excited about the word for today, because today, Jessica and I are going to be tag teaming this message, and the title of the message is don't waste a season. So we're just going to go ahead and jump in this morning, Jessica, and share what the Lord has for us today. Well, this morning I want to start by sharing with you from Ecclesiastes 3. Um, We're going to be reading verses 3 through 8. It says, For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, 
a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. So what we can see here is that life is constantly changing in seasons. And while some seasons of life drag out, others are quick. And while you may never know exactly how long they'll last, you can be certain that they will change. I'm not certain this morning of what season of life that you're in, but you should know often enough people go through life not aware of what God is doing in their life, but he wants us to know that there should be no mystery even in the silent times. God is always refining you, and it always looks different. Just as the seasons of the weather change, so do our lives. Like summer, our life can look dry. Like fall, we can enter into new beginnings. As winter, we can be cold and barren, and as spring, we can be blooming. But through every single season, there is a a purpose. When you remain in the middle of a season, you most likely will not understand, but God is setting you up for success, even if it doesn't look like it. So let's take a look at how we can make the most of the season that we are in today. So the first thing that we can do is we can view our season as a gift. Viewing the seasons that you are in may come easy to us when we're in the middle of a spring season and we see everything blooming and blossoming in our life and all around us, but it can become difficult when we're in the midst of a dark season. Rejoicing in affliction is incredibly challenging, but God can help us. When we intentionally praise God in our hard seasons, the lights begin to turn on and we begin to see our seasons through His eyes. And our complaining and our frustration turns into trust in him. God has a purpose and a plan for every single season that we face. So let's choose to rejoice in the fact that God has us exactly where he needs for us to be. Fighting your season and grumbling in your heart might make you miss the good things that God is trying to get you to see. Perhaps new opportunities, new relationships, new paths, or new dreams that are far better than anything that you could ever imagine for yourself. So the second thing that we can do to make the most out of the season that we're in is embrace change when you're in your season. In order to grow what matters in your life, just as you plant and grow flowers in a garden, get your hands dirty right where you are. Growing might sometimes mean doing something that is opposite to how we normally operate, like embracing change. I know many of us don't like to embrace change. We don't appreciate change. We choose to embrace change in perfect progress and in perfect circumstances, and we trust God because Romans 8.28 says, In all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Without change, people would remain the same. For example, few people would have ever looked at Saul and thought, wow, one day he's going to preach the gospel that he spent so much time trying to destroy. Saul was a religious zealot who murdered and imprisoned Christians, but then a miraculous change occurred. Saul met Jesus, was filled with the Holy Spirit, and became Paul. And even in the years after becoming Paul, Saul saw how God worked through so much of his past to prepare him for his future ministry. 
Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 tells us not to dwell on the past because God is doing a new thing in each one of us every day. With each new experience, we can learn from the past and grow into our full potential. So whatever season that you're in today, make the most of that time by embracing the change that God is making in your life. God will change the season of life I'm in and you're in when he's ready to change something in us. There are some more difficult seasons, but the Lord just wants me to trust him throughout each and every season. No matter what kind of season I'm going through, I can remember that God always promises to make it beautiful in his time. God intentionally created us to grow, change, and learn over time through different seasons, but not all at once. I am and all of us are fearfully, imperfectly, and wonderfully made. There have been many times of transformation in my life not just a single all-at-once event. But each of these things led me closer to the woman that God is calling me to be. It's the same as layers of a petal that come undone over time to reveal fruit in the center. I've been in a continual state of coming undone, and it turns out that coming undone is the part of coming alive. Your season will not last forever, but it might have something really good for you that you don't want to miss by fighting the changes by fighting the season you're in, or by fighting what feels imperfect. Dig in right where you are and make the most of the season that you are in today. That is so good. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, Talking about this morning, don't waste a season because, you know, our lives are filled with seasons. And the truth is we don't always enjoy or like every season that we go through in this life because truth be known, we go through seasons of comfort and we go through seasons of discomfort. We go through seasons of joy. We go through seasons of weeping. We go through really active seasons. And then sometimes there's those seasons where everything just seems to be a little more chill. But life is full of seasons that come and go. But every season that comes through our lives has a purpose, no matter what is happening to us at a certain time. Let me tell you, church, it has a purpose. So number three, the point that I'm going to share today is that I'm going to talk about how we need to understand God's purposes in every season of our lives. Because see, the God that we serve doesn't waste a single season that we face. And he doesn't want us to waste a season. God doesn't doesn't just look at what is happening to us, but he wants to always do something in us through every season. He always has a purpose for what he's doing and what he's molding and what he's shaping in our lives. The scripture that Jessica referenced was Ecclesiastes chapter 3, and that verse in Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that God does make everything beautiful in its time. Every season, though, every season that comes through our lives is not beautiful. But praise the Lord, even though every season is not beautiful, God, the God that we serve, does make everything beautiful in its time. 
The seasons in our lives that seem the easiest to us are the ones where it seems like everything lines up with our plans. Don't you just love those seasons when you're walking through it, but it just seems like everything is good and everything's just lining up with your plan. But you know, that's why it seems like an easy season, a good season, because we feel like we can understand it and we feel like, hey, this lines up with the way I want things to go. This lines up with my plans. But those times when our plan is nowhere to be found can surely be the hardest because we all like to have a plan, right? We like to have a plan. We like to feel like that we have some control over the outcome of the seasons in our lives. But it's in those seasons that seem the toughest that God is doing something miraculous in who we are. We feel like we have to have some control over the outcome. But no, it's in those tough seasons, it's in those hard seasons especially, that God is doing something miraculous in us. Miraculous because it is something that only God can do. It's a plan in your life that only God could work out and have the result to prepare you for what is ahead. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, a very familiar scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. You see, we have to trust God with all of our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. And God tells us, he says, child, submit your plans to me and I'm going to lead you and I'm going to guide you in the best pathway for your life. And the awesome thing about making the choice to trust that God is moving and God is working all things. Why don't you just put that in the comments, in the chat right now? Why don't you just put all things? Because that's sometimes something that we don't really want to focus on. Because it's not just the good seasons where it seems like our plan is coming together. But it's the hard seasons too where we've got to thank God that he's working all things for our good. And we have to make that choice to trust him even in those hard seasons. And it's in those very seasons that we will find peace. We're going to find peace, peace that we can't even understand where it comes from, peace in every season, in all things. Why? Because we have chosen to trust God, and we have chosen to submit our ways to Him. Peace at all times. Peace doesn't mean that trouble doesn't exist. It just means that we know that when we commit our ways to the Lord, he's got our back. He's got our best interest at heart. God knows us inside and he knows us out. He goes before us. He is behind us. And anytime a season comes through your life, he is preparing you for what is ahead. Listen, I want you to catch this this morning as we share this message. Every single season, we walk through, every one of them, are preparing us for what God has in store. It's a process of preparation for what God wants to do in your life and how he wants to use you and how he wants to bless you and how he wants you to minister to those around you. Every single season we walk through is preparing us for what God has in store. The verse that Jessica shared, uh, Psalms 139, one of my favorite verses. Maybe it is you as well. But it talks about how we're going to praise the Lord. Why? Because we are fearfully and we are wonderfully made. That's it. You are created in his image. 
And you are fit for every season that comes into your life because of the strength and the help that God gives you as he's preparing you for what is ahead. We can have peace. We can have peace knowing that we serve a God that knows us so intimately. He knows our inside and he knows our outside. He knows our coming and our going. And he has a plan and a purpose, not just an overall plan and purpose, but let me tell you, he has a plan and a purpose for you with your name written on it, a plan and a purpose for you individually. Jessica, he's got a plan just for you. He's got a plan just for me. Whatever your name is, if you're out there, Kathy, Susie, whoever you are out there today, put your name in that place and know that no matter what's coming against you and no matter what's happening, God has your name on a plan and he has taken you through a process through every season of your life to prepare you for what he has in store for you. He has a plan and a purpose for each of us individually, no matter our age, no matter where we live, no matter who we are, rich or poor, no matter what you're facing right now, God has a plan. And here, let's put it in the chat again. Somebody shout it out that even though you can't see it and even though you don't understand it, the plan that he is moving through your life, the process that he's moving through your life is a perfect plan. It's a perfect plan. We are all imperfect people. And our plans, when we try to get our plans together, they're going to be imperfect. The world we live in is imperfect, but God is perfect in all of his ways. Psalm 1830 says God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. Protection, protection against disease, protection against self-doubt, protection against missing out on what God is doing in this season of your life. May God help us. May God open our eyes. May God give us wisdom through his word to know that when God says that he is working all things for our good, he meant what he said, all things, all things. Honestly, I know you, all of you have had seasons in your life. I have. I know Pastor Jessica had. We've all had seasons in our lives when we lose sleep, when our mind begins to race, and maybe tears have flowed generously. And it's in that season, oh, you knew the Scripture. You knew the Word of God in Philippians 4, 6 that said, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And here's the thing. Men, women, all of us today, all seasons of life, you know what? Truth is, God created us with feelings and emotions that are certainly affected by our seasons. Our seasons and the things we go through are going to affect our emotions. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. Sometimes we're going to worry. You know, things are going to come into our life. But here's the thing. In that very moment when anxiety and disappointments and confusions try to rule your season, that very moment is where we need to turn our panic into praise. Come on, somebody, let me hear you say it. Let me see you type it in. Panic into praise. It's in that moment in your season when you need peace and you need a word and that you're going to begin to praise him in that difficult season and you're going to begin to praise him for who he is. But let me caution you about this. Don't begin to praise him for what he's going to do. Don't begin to praise him for what he's going to do in your season. Praise him for who he is because he might not do what you want him to do. He might not do what you think you need or think you want or how you think your plan should go, but God will do what he knows that you need. Philippians 4.19 says, My God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory. Nowhere 
does that say that God's going to give me what I think I need or what I think I want? It says God's going to give me what I need to have the strength I need to walk through any season that comes into my life. When we praise, we speak promises, and we have peace. And that's right where we have peace, church. That's right where we have peace is when we begin to praise. Isaiah 26.3, you keep him in perfect. There's that word again, our perfect God with the perfect plan. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Panic into praise. It gives us peace, and it will change how we view our seasons, and we will cast our cares on the Lord in every season. Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word, praise God for a good word, a good word that comes out of the word of God makes him glad. A good word. James 2.23. Let me tell you about a good word this morning. James 2.23. We see Abraham there in the word of God. And he is called a friend of God. Aren't you glad that God is your friend? He is called a friend of God. And you know what? The Bible says that if we are a child of God and he lives in our heart, we are friends with God. You're a friend with God. So you need a good word this morning. Let me remind you who your friend is in every season, your constant friend, your close friend. Let me remind you who is walking through your seasons with you today, your advocate. Jesus is your advocate. You know, that's someone who openly supports you. Your friend is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He is the blessed one. He is the cornerstone, the solid rock. In every season, he is your counselor. He is your deliverer, somebody who is going to pull you up out of the pit when you can't help yourself. He is everlasting father because others will leave you in the difficult seasons, but God will never forsake you. He is light of the world, great physician, mighty one, and most holy one, only begotten son because he gave his life for you. He is a peace speaker. Anybody want to shout out today that you have known and witnessed that you are friends with the peace speaker, lifter of our head. He is wonderful. He's the way maker, the truth giver, and the life speaker. Come on, what else do we need to be able to praise the Lord and to trust the Lord and to understand that God wastes absolutely nothing in our lives? He never wastes a storm. He never wastes a tear. He never wastes a prayer. He doesn't waste a setback or a disappointment. And let me remind you today, he never throws the clay away. Somebody right now in the presence of God needs to redeem your season. You need to get your eyes off of the hard season that you're in, and you need to get your eyes on Jesus, who is all those things to you, all those wonderful blessings to you. He never throws the clay away. But in every season, he is preparing you for the best that he has for you. 1 Peter 5, 7, cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. In this last season of COVID-19 that we've walked through, can I tell you that God is preparing you for something great during this time? I know many have lost their jobs, and I know many have been sick, and many have walked through very hard things, but I'm telling you, God is preparing you for something even greater than what you're walking through right now. It's no time to slack off. It's not time to stop. It's not time to ease into our comfort. We've got to beware of the devil's schemes. It's time to move forward. Faith Assembly, you know that we can't stop and we won't stop. It's time to claim the victory, not based on what you see, 
but based on what we know to be truth in every season of our lives. Dear God, help us. Help us to get our eyes off of what is temporary and focus on what God is doing that is going to affect us for eternity. Your seasons will come and go. COVID will come and go. You see, but God is always preparing his people. And the thing is, we don't always have the understanding that we need to understand that we're being prepared. But I'm telling you today, God always is preparing his people for what he has planned for them ahead. When Moses was being prepared by God to be who God had called him to be, which was the leader of the Hebrew nation, Moses would probably recount to you of his trials with Pharaoh and his times of testing in the wilderness, his seasons of plagues, betrayals, opposition, and rejection that were really, really hard seasons. But God had a plan to use Moses in a powerful way to change the course of a nation. Joseph would certainly refer back to his years as a slave, his imprisonment on false accusations, imprisonment in Pharaoh's dungeon, and Joseph ended up in a place in charge of the whole land of Egypt, a king in a palace. I know sometimes we just want God to put us in our happy place and give us everything we ask for, but God loves you more than that. You would not be able to declare the faithfulness of God if you hadn't experienced it. You would not be able to declare that God is your provider if you didn't have times that you had need and have seen God supply. But I have a feeling that you can declare that God is good. God is faithful, and his name has no rival because you have walked through seasons in your life when God is all you had, and you came to understand that God is all you need. Amen. You know, I was praying at one point during this season uh, that we have recently walked through with the virus, attacking many and literally shutting down large areas. And one thing that the Lord reminded me of in the process that is necessary is that there is a process necessary to pour in new wine. New wine spoken of in the Bible is associated with the Holy Spirit. And in Matthew chapter 9, we read about new wine. New wine is symbolic of the Holy Spirit. Jesus spoke of it. It's like saying more of God, pour in more of God. New wine speaks of a renewed love and intimacy with God. You see, you shouldn't come out of any season feeling at ease, but you should be fueled and filled up and drinking on the new wine because trials are real, but trials will give way to joy. Trials will give way to new wine after you've been through the crushing. This new wine is produced by grapes that have been through a recent process of crushing, a crushing that pushes the impurities out, a crushing that is a process or preparation. You see, God is removing the old wineskins, and he is replacing them with new wineskins, new wineskins that can hold onto the promises of God in the midst of panic, new wineskins, a flexible container for the anointing that God has for each of us. The new wineskin is here church. The new wine is here. Hallelujah. New wine cannot be put into old wine skins. The pressure of new wine would burst the now inflexible skin and the wine would be lost. But today we have a new vessel, a new spirit, and that is what is needed to contain the new blessings, the new anointing that Jesus brings. Isaiah 42, 9. Behold, the former things are come to pass and new things I declare. 
okay, what is God doing in your season? And will you come out victorious? Will you come out with your cup overflowing, not because of your situation, but because of the reality of who God is? I know that each of us are going through a lot of different seasons, not just the COVID-19 season. But today, be reminded that God doesn't waste a single moment of your life. He's preparing you for what is ahead. I want to share this quote with you, author unknown. It says, for this period of time, this is what God is doing. But don't settle even for this, for the time is coming on my Father's calendar when it will change again. You see, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But the process to prepare you might have to change again. God is changing some wineskins among his people. God is changing some wineskins, and he's going to pour in new wine for a new season, for new beginnings, for new miracles, new blessings, new anointings. Seriously, church, get ready. Let's get ready. You don't want to be so focused on what is happening around you that you miss out on what God is doing in you. What does he want to do in you? He wants to raise you up to lead people to him win souls for the kingdom. He wants you to be a blessing to those around you. So let's get our eyes off of what is temporary and focus on that which is eternal. We sang the new song a couple of weeks ago on Easter that spoke about the blessing. We not only impact our lives, but we impact generations to come. We pray that God will bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you, his favor be upon you in a thousand generations. It's for you, your children, and their children, and their children. And we are echoing that today. We are declaring that again today. May God do what only he can do today. Amen. Hannah's going to come this morning, and she's going to read for us a scripture. And as we read this scripture, we are declaring this blessing, this anointing over you. Because like I said before, it is time that we get our eyes off of everything that is going on around us and get our eyes fixed on Jesus. He is preparing us, church. He is preparing his people for what he has planned for us. And we want to speak this verse, number 6, 24 through 26, over you today. Hannah, would you come? Number 6, 24 through 26, says, May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Thank you. Church, today, be encouraged. Be encouraged in whatever season you're in. Know that God is preparing you for great things ahead. I know that we all here this morning, Hannah, Jessica, and I, we just want to close out this morning with a, a prayer over you, as Hannah read in number six. We just want to say a prayer of you, not just the mothers today. We honor the mothers today. We are thankful for the mothers. We honor them. We hope you have a wonderful day and wonderful weekend. But over every woman, every person, every child, because the seasons we walk through in our lives and the choices we make, you know, they not only affect you, but they affect generations to come and we want to pray a blessing over you today father in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord we thank you God that you are perfect we are imperfect our plans are imperfect this world is imperfect but God you are perfect and you have told us today in your word to trust you with all things the good the bad the ugly whatever it is God you've said trust me with it I'm preparing my people I'm taking them to through a process to bless them and anoint them. Lord, today we thank you for the new wine that you are pouring into our lives. God, fill us up. Help us to rise up and be who you are calling us to be in this season of life. 
Lord, we know that you are calling your church out today. You're calling your church out to get their eyes off of things that are temporary and to fix their eyes on you and to fix their eyes on that which is eternal. Lord, help us today, Lord, to win souls for you, to speak your word, to speak life, to go out into the highways and hedges, Lord, and to be all that you've called us to be. For time is short. Time is short, and it's time to get ready. It's time to be prepared, Lord. And we thank you, God. We thank you for the processes that you take us through. We thank you, Lord, for the seasons in our lives. Because of those places in our lives, we all can stand. Every generation represented online today, from the youngest to the oldest, we can stand and say, God, you are good. God, you are faithful. God, you are our peace speaker. God, you are our supplier. You are the lifter of our head. And there is no season that will come into our lives that you will waste. And we thank you for that, God. We love you. We praise you. We give you glory and honor in this house today. And all of God's people, whether you're online, wherever you're at, in your car, your living room, your bedroom, shout it out. God is good. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you have a great, great Mother's Day. We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.